Welcome to the War from Boise, Idaho. This is your host, Adam Graham. If you have a comment, send it to me, box13 at greatdetectives.net. Today we have a couple of episodes of Soldiers of the Press. Uh, We had some requests for some Walter Cronkite um, materials, so we'll do that with today with two separate episodes uh, containing dispatches from Mr. Cronkite. One was the symbol of Caduceus, and the other is Grease Monkey. Welcome back. Well, the first story records what we have learned through all of the programs we played about the heroism of uh, nurses in the service during World War II. Uh, and also the second one points to some of the very this unique week, people who were brought into the, the war during uh, World War II, I mean, into the military service. It's a different mix than we are doing all the professional soldiers. This is United Press correspondent Walter Cronkite reporting from somewhere on the Western Front on the symbol of Caduceus. What is Caduceus? Well, let's put it like this. The ancient emblem of Caduceus has been the insignia of doctors for more than 2,000 years. It consists of a staff entwined by two serpents, signifying presumably the eternal struggle between life and death. And its significance stands out more than ever today on the Western Front, where the gallant army nurses, the ladies of Caduceus, administer to the sick, the wounded, the dying. I was with them a few days before the fateful German offensive on the Belgian Front. You know, O'Leary, there's one thing about being stationed at a frontline hospital. Yeah, you don't have to worry about how to pass the time. Personally, I'd like to pass some time in Paris. Funny, isn't it, Jamison? This time last year, I was home in Mississippi, going to dances, wearing pretty clothes, soft perfume. Listen to Preston. <laughs> so you were dancing. So you joined the Army Nurse Corps. Now you're waiting in mud. Why don't you stop talking about Mississippi? What's wrong with Mississippi? Look at me. Look at all of us. Itchy woolen shirts, sticky slacks. G.I. Booth. Huh. So what? I suppose you think a new spring straw would look better up here than that steel helmet? Oh, don't let a little thing like a spring hat worry you, Preston. Or dancers either, for that matter. The only music we're going to be hearing for a long time is those big guns up there. Not exactly a swing version either. Well, I don't care what it is. I sure could stand a furlough in Paris. Mama. That reminds me. The colonel promised us he'd give... Here he comes now, with Walter Conkite. Now, girls, better check those bandages. Be sure about the morphine supply. One more thing. Are uh, you still at it, now, Lieutenant? Good afternoon, sir. Good afternoon. You all know Walter Cronkite of United Press? Oh, yes, sir. Hello. Hello, Jameson. O'Leary Preston. Taking things kind of easy, aren't you, for a change? It's the first breathing spell we've had for some time. We sent the last group of wounded out this morning. Yes, and a fine job you've all been doing, all of you. Thank, Thank you, sir. Colonel. Now, I don't want to make any promises, but if nothing happens the next few days, you'll all get a furlough to Paris. Paris? Mama... I'm going to get a permanent. <laughs> what about you, O'Leary? <laughs> Me? I think I'll sleep in a hotel for a change. I think I'll take a look around the surgical ward. You coming, Cronkite? No, thanks, Colonel. I'll stick around for a while. All right, suit yourself. See you all later. Goodbye, yes, Colonel. Sir. What do you think of that, Mr. Cronkite? We're going to Paris. First time, isn't it? Oh, we passed through there on the way to the front. That's right. Just pass through. Well, that calls for a story. Now, suppose we start with... Listen. That don't sound like us. No. Germans. Oh, hum, oh, hum, nothing. Listen. You better get the candle. Watch the patient, everybody. Hurry! Lieutenant! Lieutenant! Yes, Colonel! 
boys. You'll find more beds over there. Preston. What is it? Better see what that boy wants. Third bed on the right. Right away. Looks bad, doesn't it, O'Leary? I don't know. I'm waiting for the colonel. He's got his hands full in the operating room. Not there, boys. Take him over in the west wing. Okay, Lieutenant. How's your ward holding up, Jameson? We lost two this morning. Here come some more. Where do you want them, Lieutenant? In the rear, straight back. Jameson, give them a hand, will you? Sure. This way, boys. Uh, oh, uh, easy there, soldier. You'll be uh, all right. Sure I will, cutie. Anybody ever call you cutie? Sure. Why not? Corporal, send back immediately for all the blood plasma you can get. Morphine, too. They're coming in too fast for us to handle. Oh, there you are, Lieutenant O'Leary. Colonel, we need more space. Yeah, we need lots of things. Now, just remember, we can't risk any unnecessary alarm. Keep everybody as calm as you can. Looks like an all-out German offensive. Yes, sir. Colonel, I what about... I can't talk anymore now, O'Leary. I need you in the operating room at once. Hiya, cutie. I... Something I can do for you, Bill. Yeah. You see these pictures here? My girl. Letters. I want you to send them home. What do you mean, send them home? You'll be back up in a few days. Don't kid me, cutie. I know better. Take them, please. All right, Bill. Thanks. I feel better already. You don't mind me calling you cutie, do you? Confidentially, Bill. I like it. Thanks. Will you read this to me? It's... Sure. My mother gave it to me, you know. And I foresaw the Lord before my face. For he is my right hand, and I shall not be moved. Therefore did my heart rejoice, and my tongue was glad, because my flesh shall rest in hope. Thou wilt not leave. Jameson! Jameson! What is it, old man? Get some whole blood, quick! Bill! Is he... Whole blood, quick! Right away! They're coming up, Colonel. Yes, Frankite. Got to move and move quick. Come on. Bill. No time for that, Lieutenant. I have orders to evacuate this space at once. No. That's right, O'Leary. The Germans are on the edge of town. But that boy over there. All right, I'll see him. Let's go. Uh, my leg. How is he, Preston? Not so good. Bill, the Colonel's here to see you. And Walter Cronkite, United Press. Listen, cutie, I, I heard what the Colonel said. 
Don't worry about me. How are you feeling, Bill? Get these nurses out of here, sir. Quick. Call everybody. Get the nurses together at once. are in town. You ain't got much time, Chief. the colonel did not leave one single patient behind. And during that enemy offensive, not a wounded GI was lost to the Germans. Most of the credit goes to those nurses, the ladies of Caduceus, working night and day, their jaws set, their eyes red-rimmed from lack of sleep. These girls transferred their hospital base six times before the enemy offensive was finally checked. And when it was over, the colonel told me, Those nurses, Cronkite, they're heroes. And I want the United Press to tell the folks back home that they were terrific. Tell them we need more nurses like them. And we need them fast. I'll tell them, Colonel. I'll tell them. to United Press correspondent Walter Cronkite's story of the symbol of Caduceus, the saga of U.S. Army nurses. Cronkite is one of many United Press correspondents who gather and write the news of world-shaking events as they happen. We will bring you another transcribed program dramatizing the experience of these soldiers of the press in the near future. Be sure to listen. Meanwhile, listen for United Press news on the air. Look for United Press dispatches in your favorite newspaper. They are your guarantee of the world's best coverage of the world's biggest news. This is Walter Cronkite of the United Press, reporting to you from a 9th Air Force fighter base somewhere on the Western Front. Today I want to tell you about heroes and a guy. Now, heroes around air bases wear wings as a rule. But here at this air base, there is one hero who never flew a plane. His name? R.D. Hendrickson, Mr. Cronkite. I come from a pretty little town in Missouri. We call it Pleasant Hill. Yes, sir, Pleasant Hill. Those were the days. But just call me R.D., mister. Everybody around here... Yes, everybody around here knows R.D., and that's what we call him. A 26-year-old kid from Pleasant Hill, Missouri. A grease monkey. A Mustang nurse. Take a good look at him. His coveralls are stained with oil. His fingernails are dirty. His thatch of blonde hair that'll never stay combed is always... Yeah, yeah. Did you say R.D.? Sure, I know that little toe-headed grease monkey. He wants to be a pilot, stands off and listens to us shoot the breeze after a flight. Funny little guy. Go easy on him, Lieutenant. R.D.'s all right and a good mechanic. He may have had an unfortunate brush with the Major, but hell, that could happen to any of us. Ask the Major. He'll tell you the same thing. Uh, how was that, Captain? What's that? R.D.? <laughs> Do I know him? 
How can I ever forget that little grease monkey? Oh, of course, it was an accident. Could happen to anybody. But why did it have to happen to me? Sergeant. Sergeant Mulvaney. Sergeant. Well, that should give you a pretty good idea of R.D., the Missouri grease monkey. One of the best mechanics in the business, but a funny little guy. In trouble more often than not. And not the kind of guy you write stories about. Stories are written about heroes. But today it's different. It's... Well, let me tell you what happened. Hey, R.D. Hiya, Sarge. What's Uh, up? Look, how about policing up this place? The major's coming. What's that? Stop that hammering. Get this shop cleaned up before the major gets here for inspection. Okay. What time is he coming? What's that? I said, what time is he coming? That's what I'm going to find out. Hey, for heaven's sake, R.D., will you stop that confounded hammering? All true, R.D.? All but this one oil drum. Hey, Sarge... Hurry it up. The Major's coming now. Hey, Oh, doggone it. I tried to tell him it's full and not empty. Oh, well. I'll push it under the bench. There you go. Oh, oh, oh. Now I'm in for it. Oil all over the floor. The Major coming. The Sergeant... Oh. Yeah. Well, here we are, Sergeant. Looks neat from the outside. Uh, wait till you see the inside, sir. Hey, Sarge. What was that? Hey, Sarge. Oh, uh, uh, just one of the grease monkeys inside getting everything ready for you, sir. fine. Fine. Well, let's have a look. Uh, Right this way, sir. Uh, a little dark inside. Uh, Careful when you step down. Uh, Please, sir. Major, uh, don't come in. The oil drop. Step aside, son. I've just come to look. Uh, Look out! Oh! Oh! Major... Uh, here, let me help you up, sir. I warned him, Sarge. The oil drum turned over and the oil... The oil! Get me out of this mess, Sergeant. Uh, yes, sir. Let me help you Get up, Get away sir. from me. You'll answer for this, Sergeant. You'll answer for this. All right, R.D., all right. You already got one strike on you. The Major didn't like falling in that oil at all. Uh, if you weren't one of the best mechanics on the field, I'd put you right back into KP. I tried to warn him. Ah, uh, shut up! One more like that, and you're gonna be in real trouble. But, Sarge. You understand? Yes, Sarge. Hey, Sarge. Yeah, what is it? Boy, we certainly dusted him off yesterday, huh? Yeah, the boys did it all right. How many was it? Forty-two shot down. Boy, that must have been a battle. You know, I wonder what it's like to be up there with hot steel smacking at you from all directions. Someday I'm gonna... You're gonna what? You're a grease monkey, R.D., remember? Yeah, but you can't shoot a guy for dreaming. No. No, but I can put you on KP for dreaming. Finish that job on that bad flipper. Finish it, I said. Uh, Just about through. Then we'll be all set to give them Krauts another round of hell in high water. Ah, don't be too sure they won't pay us a return visit. Oh, after what happened yesterday? Nah, they haven't got enough planes. How do you know? Say, aren't you through with that flipper yet? Yeah, yeah, all through. Well, come on, let's take a look at that Mustang on the runway. Then the boys will wheel out the rest. 
You mean the one with the bump throttle? Yeah, Lieutenant Crane's job. Yeah, that's the one. Come on. All right, R.D. Climb in and take a good look at it. But remember, no fooling around. Uh, okay, Sarge. Uh, give me a hand, will you? Uh, here you go. Uh, there we are. Well, how's it look? Uh, give me that wrench. There you go. Thanks. There. That does it. You sure? That plane don't leave the field today unless it's in top shape. Sure, I'm sure. Look. I'm sorry. I didn't think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Didn't think. You didn't think. When do you ever think? Get out of that plane, R.D. Get out of that plane. Sure, Sarge. Now, listen. Let me explain. It's That's just... the last straw, R.D. Now you are going to go on KP. Oh, Sarge. Shut up. We got work to do. All right, you grease monkeys. Wheel those Mustangs out. Okay, Sarge. Watch the runways, Joe. Come on, R.D., give me a hand. Sure, Sarge. Here you go. Okay, now. Check the runway, R.D. And for Pete's sake, watch what you're hey, doing. Hey, Sarge, look. Messerschmitt's. Messerschmitt's. Get out of that plane, Sarge. Hey, come on, man. I'm trying to beat it. You're out of the major, Sarge. Look out. Look out, you fool. Sure, I'm hit. I can make it, kid. Here, lean on me. Okay. There. Put your arm around my shoulder, Sarge. Okay. Take cover, Daniel. Take cover. They're coming back, Sarge. Come on, we'll head for that bomb crater over there. It's too far, kid. We'll never make it. We'll never make it, kid. Get very lousy, Crouch. Hang on, Sarge. We're getting there. Keep going. Keep going. of getting the wounded sergeant to the bomb crater involved five minutes of cool, calm work on R.D.'s part. And all the while, Messerschmitts roared over the field, their machine guns blazing, bullets kicking up dirt and snow, metal screaming through the air. But the little Missouri grease monkey, oblivious to the danger, dragged his wounded sergeant safely to cover. And even then, he wasn't through being a hero. Take it easy, Sarge. You'll be all right. Of all the pig-headed stubborn fools, you took an awful chance out there, R.D. But you're my pal, sir. Hey, hear that? Yeah, somebody's out there. Yeah, let me take a look. Hey, it's Joe. Joe? Sit tight, Sarge, I'll be back. Hey, R.D., come back here. Come back, you fool, come back. Officers and the enlisted men watching R.D. thought he was crazy. They yelled warnings for him to get back to cover. But the grease monkey's ears seemed to be strained for other sounds. And as we watched him out there... He's making it. Come on. Come on, boy. Come on. Come on, you crazy grease monkey. Come on, kid. Come on.
chum on. I know, begging. I know. Just a little more, chum. Oh. Hey, Sarge, can you give me a hand? Yeah. Yeah, sure. Push it toward me. Yeah. In you go, Joe. Yes, the sergeant and Joe both made it. Thanks to R.D., the grease monkey from Pleasant Hill, Missouri. The funny little guy who was always getting into trouble. But the night after the raid, it was a different story. I tell you, gentlemen, what that boy did today is the highest example of courage I've ever witnessed. I certainly had that guy all wrong. He's okay. Well, say, Major, how are Joe and the Sarge coming along? Oh, fine, Captain, fine. Hey, uh, where is this uh, R.D., this grease monkey? Seems that I've met him before somewhere. You have, Major. He's the guy who spilled the oil. Oh, him? <laughs> of course. Of course, the oil. <laughs> I seem to recall uh, falling into it. <laughs> <laughs> Say, where is our hero? Let's go get him. Well, what are we waiting for? Come on. The Major, the Captain, and the Lieutenant met R.D. coming out of the hospital where he had called on Joe and the Sarge. <laughs> ah, marvelous piece of work today, R.D. Splendid. Splendid. Thank you, sir. You were right in there, R.D. Put her there, son. Uh, tell me, R.D., what is your name, anyway? Well, folks back home, sir, have been calling me R.D. ever since I could remember. What's the matter, R.D.? Have you got one of those first names? Well, that... uh, uh, Captain, it's, uh, Royal. Well, well, Royal! Well, son, from now on, you're Royal around here. You understand? Ah, Royal, my foot. He's R.D. to me. Just R.D. The best damn grease monkey in the business. You have just heard Walter Cronkite's heartwarming story of the Grease Monkey, the saga of a hero who never flew a plane. Cronkite, like other United Press correspondents, was on the scene of battle, ready to tell the world what happened. His story about the Grease Monkey is just another example of the on-the-spot alertness of the men of UP, the soldiers of the press. So look for United Press dispatches in your favorite newspaper. Listen for United Press dispatches on your radio. They are your guarantee of the world's best coverage of the world's biggest news. That will do it for today. If you uh, have a comment, email me, box13 at greatdetectives.net. I welcome your story or that of loved ones who served during World War II. Ken Curlin provides our opening theme music, kencurlin.com. I am your host, Adam Graham. This uh, series is provided as a service of the Great Detectives of Old Time Radio, greatdetectives.net. <laughs>